Welcome back to the Million Dollar Landscaper Podcast, episode 85. Are you pre-qualifying your leads? Welcome back, everybody. We're your hosts, Scott and Katie Molchan. And today we are going to talk about pre-qualifying your leads. Um, your, it's the people, like when, when people call in, basically. Because um, in our academy, we have already had people telling us that the phones are starting to ring off the hook. Yep. It's the, the weather's getting nice. The tax returns are coming in. And so one of the problems, I guess you would say, a lot of people have is people come in with the champagne and caviar dreams on a beer budget. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> so, it is. <laughs> yep. So if you take, um, there's some things you can do to kind of ferret that out ahead of time so you don't waste too much time on on people that just don't have enough for what they want. So Yeah. So like Katie said, yeah, springtime's right around the corner. You know, these people are going to be calling in. They're going to have all these projects they want done in the course two days because that's what happens on TV. Everybody wants it done. Yeah, they want to be on your books yesterday. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> you need to be pre-qualifying your, those leads and those customers to make sure they're fit for your business and that you can actually do the job that they want done. <clears throat> so I want you to basically think about all those estimates that you've gone out on. You know, you found that they want to do roughly whatever, $20,000 worth of work. But when you get out there and actually start talking, they only have a five thousand dollar budget. <laughs> so. And you want you want to find that out sooner rather than yeah. later, because uh, all too often I think people will just go and like draw, you know, spend all this time talking to them, make the drawings, do everything, and then bloop, they find out that they don't have money for it. Yeah. So now now just start looking at all the time and money that you've wasted, you know, going out there realizing that they're not going to be able to do anything that they talked about. You know, they want that outdoor patio or the outdoor kitchen. They want the patio. They want the fireplace, but they have three to $5,000. Yeah. It's like you can pick maybe one. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, pre-qualifying happens all the time. Just think about, you know, when you go to buy a house, you go to that lender, they have to pre-qualify you to make sure you can actually afford, you know, they're not going to give out a $500,000 loan to somebody that can actually only afford $150,000. So pre-qualifying goes out all the time, but we just need to need to kind of change our mindset on a little bit and, and change our customers' mindset on it. You know, everybody gets kind of scared off when you tell them you start asking questions. They're like, "Well, I don't want to tell you what my budget is." Well, most people think that, "Oh man, they're just going to screw me." They're going to, mm -hmm. and that's that's not the case. That's if yeah. you're. Hopefully, your business will have a good enough reputation that you can get to the point to where when you are asking um, for a budget that they aren't going to take that immediate like defensive negative attitude towards it. Yeah, you kind of need to think like those lenders and. and and start to pre-qualify these people to make sure they can actually afford to do what they want to do. And a lot of the times it just takes basically educating the customer on, on what things cost. Yeah, they don't, they might not know, like they'll have no idea because they're like, what, it's just landscaping. Anyone can do that. You could, you know, I could have my son-in-law do it. Why does this cost mm -hmm. so much? And you're like, no, actually we provide a professional service yeah. and do a very good job. So yeah, you're, you're going to pay for what you get. <laughs> yeah. And I know most of us have done this, you know, you You've gone out, talked to the customer, or the customer calls in. You've gone out, you know, spend an hour or so talking to them. You come back to the office, you know, you spend a few hours creating the design. And then, you know, you work on your estimates of another hour. And then you set up another meeting with them. You go out, <clears throat> excuse me, you go out and talk to them. And you're spending another couple of hours there. So, you know, you find out that they don't, they can't afford any of that. So you spent basically five hours of your time. When... 
if you haven't pre-qualified them and you have, I have never estimated a little, little asterisk in here. I've never been a designer or an estimator, so I've never really had to deal with this. This is, <laughs> this is totally a Scott subject. So if you haven't gotten their budget up front, where at in the process do you generally find, finally get this? Is it when you give them the estimate and their jaw hits the ground? Yeah. And sometimes if you, if you don't do this at the beginning, mm-hmm. yeah, it's when you get out there. Cause I've, I've been out there and I've actually asked them if it wasn't on the phone and you go out there and try to ask them, no, oh, I don't know, you know, and I have to talk to, talk to my husband or whatever it is, you know, and you just find out you're wasting so much time. And if you start really looking at it and value your time out there, like I said, you spend five hours on an estimate, just throwing out numbers. But if you say your time's worth a hundred dollars an hour, that's $500 you've mm-hmm. wasted. And, and yeah. And especially if you're not charging for designs, mm-hmm. which is, yeah. I guess maybe another topic yeah, another for time. another day, but <clears throat> Yeah. And then if you start looking at like your closing rates and stuff on, on your estimating and you multiply that out, that five hours times, I don't know, whatever, 50 jobs, that's, that's a huge, huge number. So we have to, as an industry, start pre-qualifying people and, and start asking these sometimes hard questions that you may not want to ask, but it, it, it's worth their time and worth so your money. So what are these hard questions that you're going to ask and do people mm-hmm. get offended or do they usually take it pretty well? I guess we already yeah. talked a little bit of how about they might be like hemming and hawing. Do yeah. they hem and haw, or like, or do they get mad, or how? Do, how does? How, what is your experience? Well, you can do it a couple different ways. Um, it depends on how the lead comes in. So if, if if they come in on the phone, you're obviously asking questions that you've had written down, prepared for this on on pre qualifying. Mm-hmm. Um, if they come in through you know whatever through your through your website or whatever. You can have a form on there and have these questions and require them to fill it out in order to, to if proceed they, forward. Okay. But and on because you're not talking to them on the phone on the website, you need to have an explanation of of how your process works and why you need to know these inform this information. Um and if, like I said, if you're doing it on the phone, you can do it there. And and I personally like doing it on the phone because you're gonna get the people that don't want to give you the budget and you it's all in how you talk to the people and explain to people and, and getting that number from them. It's easier if you're doing it in person. Yeah. Um, so you basically need to know, I guess to start off, you need to know what services you provide and start creating those questions that go along with the services you provide. So if you only do lawn maintenance, you need to have lawn maintenance specific questions besides the budget. So you need to know, like, do you have a gate in your backyard or um, trees or anything like that? And if you're doing landscaping, you need to start asking a bunch of different questions on on specifically to landscaping. Um, but the the biggest one is is the budget, and and actually, and when are you looking to get this done? Okay, because um, like for the gate, I got a little confused. Is well, that so just, like if you, if you have a if you're doing lawn maintenance and you're going out there to mowing, gonna, yeah, and you only have I don't know 48 inch wide mower and they have a 36 inch wide gate you oh, can't get in so i see what you're saying so I you was, have to qualify i had kind of assumed yeah that people would have gone out and looked at it for mowing but i guess not like yeah. i guess i get it okay i'm getting it now it's yeah. all, i'm sorry like i said i never did this so it's all coming together yeah. so if their gate is only yeah 40 or whatever 36 inches 36 wide, inches inch wide and yeah and you have a four, so then you can never yeah. do mow their yeah. backyard period i'm sorry yeah. call somebody else i yeah. got so you so there, there's simple things you need to do i'm but, smart i'm catching up <laughs> go ahead um, but like I said, the, the biggest question is the budgeting. Um, and I think, you know, they, do you just flat out say, Hey, hi, I'm well, Scott. I'm going to be your designated no. designer. How much scratch you got? No. Like- so, so <laughs> say they call in and they're looking for, we'll just say a patio insulation. 
and you you know you go along and you're asking information about it, and you get to the point on your questions you you want to find out what their budget is, and a lot of times they'll say I don't know you know I I have no idea or. Uh, I'm, I'm, so do you throw something out? Be uh, like, okay, well, based on what we've talked about, you want this size patio. Mm-hmm. Those generally tend to run blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So okay. yeah, that's perfect. <clears throat> um, you know, you can say that or, you know, if they don't really have an idea of how big they want, you know, well, you can start off something, something kind of high. I like to, so you can say, you know, we've completed projects start to go from 30 to $50,000 or whatever price range you want to say, you know, is this the kind of the price range you're looking to spend? And a lot of times, of course, they're going to be like, no, you know, it's too much money. Um, <laughs> I mean, we all want the, you know, $50,000 backyard, yeah. but we can't all afford it. <laughs> yeah. So, so then, okay, you know, so we, we've done some smaller ones, you know, where you look in the ten to $20,000 and you kind of work your way down. Okay. I, I always like to start high, kind of scare them because... <laughs> it's easier to work backwards. Well, it's easier to pull that number off of people because they kind of like, oh, I don't, you know, I'm, uh-huh. you can hear in the reaction that... No, that's are you? You know, they're laughing at you because they're not <laughs> going to fork out twenty, thirty thousand dollars or whatever it is. Okay. So I, I kind of like to work backwards, and then it's kind of on you as an estimator to realize, you know, what they're asking for, and you know what will fit in their budget. So um, based on what they said and, and the reaction with those those comments, it kind of helps you figure out roughly where they're at. So if they're like if they're prioritize asking, what they want, like mm-hmm. the fire pit over the built-in kitchen, yeah. if you can only have one, yes. here's what I could do for you that would fit. Okay. Yeah. So if they, you know, they laugh at the $20,000 and they're telling you that they want this big outdoor kitchen and fireplace and water feature and all that stuff. Well, I can tell you just, you know, on the phone, you can say, well, you know, based on what you've told me, these this project is going to be, you know, whatever, I'm just throwing out a number here, but you know, it's going to be in the $30,000 range. And those and, are the questions you mm-hmm. talked about how you need to ask them land space, mm-hmm. landscaping specific questions. Mm-hmm. That's what you meant. Like what yeah. specifically do you want to mm-hmm. see? Do you want, yeah. yeah. Do you want so, beds or do you just want a patio or do you want a I, kitchen in a patio? Do you want a fire pit with your, you know, yeah, do you want I, seating around your fire pit? Yeah. So you're kind of working, you know, do that first and the budgets towards, towards the end based you know, once you've kind of figured out what they I like, want. I kind of so. like that idea of throwing everything out that you want, and mm-hmm. then you can ballpark mm-hmm. it and be like, okay, with literally everything you want. Because that's what we did when we built our, for the first time we built a house. Remember mm-hmm. that? We picked out everything that we wanted, yep. and then they showed us how much it would cost, and then we laughed, and then we cried a little bit, and then we <laughs> just started taking things off that we couldn't afford. Yeah. So same type of deal. Yeah, and it, it works out well. Like you said, when you're hearing, you can hear the tone of voice that they're laughed when you said $50,000, you know. Okay. Okay, so now we're, you know, you start, you can, in your head, as an estimate, you can start pulling off those things. Well, okay, you may not be able to do the kitchen this year, but we can do this patio over here and maybe the water feature or whatever it is. Okay. And that would fit in your price range if, the, you know. And, and do you ask them this on the phone if you're calling them or do you wait to... I do this on the phone. There. This is okay. all pre-qualifying. This Got is before it. you even go out there. Pre-qualifying is before you That's even step okay, foot on okay, pre. There. I'm sorry. I'm tired today. Hey, and She's I... She's a little behind. I am a little behind. Hey, I... <laughs> But, I, I burnt all day. <laughs> Side note, I also work as an ecologist some, and I <laughs> I was bossing prescribed burns all day, so mm-hmm. I might be a little sleepy. Yeah, so she's, she's falling asleep. I'm, but, I might be asking weird questions. But yeah, this is pre-qualifying. <laughs> so this is even before you step okay. out of your office or your truck or whatever and go to the job site. Okay. Because this, this is all about saving you time and money having having go out there. So Got it. You know, once you once you start getting those numbers and you're realizing, you know, they can only afford $5,000, well... You know, based on what you said, you, this is all the stuff you want. Unfortunately, this is just as a ballpark is going to be in the thirty to fifty thousand dollars range. Yeah. 
And if they kind of laugh at that, then okay, you know, then then at that point you need to pause and, and kind of see how they're going to respond. And having that pause in there, it's kind of it's kind of weird. But if you pause and then kind of see what they have to say, and then if they don't really say anything, mm-hmm. give it a second, thirty seconds, whatever. Okay, you know, is this is this kind of over, or are we done here? Um, because if, from what you told me, this we, doesn't sound like we're going to be a good fit on this. Uh, um, and then kind of play it off from there. But right, you or have did to, or yeah, were did, were you willing to yeah. try and work something out in yeah. the? We can do stuff in stages. Twelve thousand dollar range, yeah. or yeah, like you said. So, do one phase this year. Yeah, so that's that's year. that's a one of the big important questions. It's it's hard of the, one of the hardest questions to do, but it, if you word it right, you can you can kind of get it out of them some way somehow. Yeah, and I'm sure it gets easier with practice. Yeah. It might feel a little awkward the first couple times. Yeah, and then the other question, the big question too, is to kind of pre-qualify. And this one, no, we've kind of played with it at the beginning, and we've played it at the at the end. I kind of think it's probably a better one, I guess, at the beginning I of when to ask it. Yeah. Um, is, is when their what's their time frame for completion, and <clears throat> this could yesterday. be yesterday. Everyone yeah. wants everything done yesterday. Yeah, and so when they're telling you they need this done in two weeks, and for one, it may take a two week time frame to actually complete it, but you're probably booked out for a month or two months or three months or whatever it is. So this is why it's kind of nice to get find find this information out at the very beginning. of This question, I guess, maybe I should rearrange these. But anyhow, I, that's okay. So, but, you, so, so, you, so you would ask this before you get into the other questions, yeah. because if you don't fit into their time frame, like their son's getting married in a month mm-hmm. and they need to have the backyard overhauled by then, yep. then you, then it's a no go. Then you can tell them, well, you know, unfortunately I'm, I'm already booked out for the next Got two months or whatever your time frame is and let okay. them know that from the beginning. And it may just, the conversation may be over after that point. Um, and if they don't really have a good reason why it's needs to be done in two weeks or a month or whatever it is. Then you can kind of, you know, kind of get into the questions, you know, why, why did you call us in if they're looking to get it done quicker? Well, you know, I've heard from a friend that, you know, you did great quality work. Well, yes, we take pride in our work. You know, we, you know, we're very detailed oriented and, and part of that is take some time and, 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 you know. Yeah. It's hard to find a nice way to let people know that any landscaper worth their salt is going to be mm-hmm. booked out a little bit. If you can find somebody that can hop out there tomorrow, there's a reason why they're yeah. not booked. So and that, that kind of leads you into like. So this is re- one of the reasons why we're kind of booked out already, you know, for the next so You have many to months, say it so. nicer than I just said it, yeah. though. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> you know, if this schedule doesn't work for you, then, um, you know, I'm sorry, then maybe we won't be a good fit. Um, you know, keep us in mind for future work. You can do something like that, you know, or if they, well, okay, you know, maybe we even give you a little more time. Then you can kind of go from there. But it's, it's all about wording and, and being, I don't know, salesy isn't the right word, but using your salesmanship skills, I guess, properly to... To find all well, these I mean, you're stuff. selling. That's yep. what you're doing. So, yep. so you know, so, so those are like to me. Those are the two biggest questions you need to ask. So, asking their time frame and what their budget. Those are the biggest ones. And Do then you have any st- things that like maybe yeah that people wouldn't think to ask. Yeah, so like some other questions I like to find out are like, do they have pets? So that takes into consideration of. You know, when you're out on the job, do you need to have like a temporary fencing area or fenced an area set up for the dog to to yeah, do so their the dog business? Can go out, yeah. Right. You know, um, or if they have kids, you need to so they can do their business. Well, so, so the kids aren't <laughs> going in the you know the construction area. So um, yes, that's that's a good one. You know, if they're talking to the outdoor kitchen area, okay. Well, how many people do you entertain? So then you can kind of plan out how big this entertainment center or entertaining area needs to needs be. Needs to be. Can, I always hate it when, mm-hmm. like, if it's um, like a deck or a patio and it's too short. Mm-hmm. Like, why do people make 
these little short, stupid d- decks that nobody can fit on. Yep. Sorry. So the, n- it's there, real annoying. And there's there's <laughs> guidelines out there for like for a certain size patio furniture, like how many feet are past that you need for somebody to walk past and have chairs yes. and stuff like that. So yeah, then, yeah every, otherwise so. everyone's scooching and you're going to fall off the patio. Yeah. Um, another another good one is you know what kind of if they're looking for landscaping, what kind of style do they like? Do they like uh, formal or they like native designs, modern designs, you know, whatever it is that you kind of do. And maybe you may not do those kind of designs, you know, if they do want to do, I don't know, feng shui or something like that, mm-hmm. you know, maybe we're not. Like, like I like native beds. Scott does not like native beds because he so, thinks they look like a mess. So, yeah. so that's, yes. that's just a, a, just an important question to ask. And then another one is how did they hear of you? Um, this is a big one for marketing. That way you know, Okay, they found out from Facebook. Okay, my Facebook ads are going well. Then mm-hmm. I'm going to put more money into that or whatever. So, to me, that's a very important one. And the next one is: um, th- Does your HOA have any requirements? So, do they require us to have so many trees up front, or you know, a, oh, a, sure. lamp, a lamp post or whatever it is, you know, in, in the landscape bed? So, there's just some considerations to think of. Um, uh, another one, you know, what, what's your sun exposure? So I think this is a good one because mm-hmm. like, say you mostly sit out on your patio in the evening. Well, then if you mostly sit out in your patio in the evening during the summer, you're going to want to know where that sun is. Mm-hmm. Cause if you're going to put up a pergola or you want to have area to put up an umbrella or somewhere, you want to make sure that it is, that you have room for that. Well, um, that, that's a, that's a very good point. Cause if, the, the sun's if it's gonna in be sun yeah. <laughs> and they just asking for a patio, well, you know what? Being and this is something that kind of helps set you apart is okay. Well, based on what you told me, your patio that you want to have installed is going to be on this side, and you get a lot of exposure to sun. Well, have you ever thought about a pergola to help kind of bring that shade down because it's going to blast you? Oh, yeah, yeah, if it's on the south side of Mm -hmm. your house, Mm -hmm. it's gonna you're just gonna cook out there, yeah. So it's just one of those things, and maybe some other landscapers may not think about it. They think, oh, a patio, I'm gonna go out and do that. Well, you could have sold them Add another couple pergola. thousand dollars more. Worth hey, of everybody likes shade. So. I do anyway. So, and just some of the things you need to think about. And these these are just some of the main questions. You know, you can go on to have, I, I know a landscape company that actually has a full workbook. I think it was, I can't remember, it was three or four pages long, just a workbook that they require their clients to fill out before they even go, you know, go out there. Dang, you got so, homework before you can yeah. even get work done. Yeah. That's legit. But they did high end homes, so they wanted to find out as much information. I mean, they're asking like, what's their favorite color? And you know, if, yes, and, these are the people that are not laughing at yeah. the thirty to fifty thousand yes. dollar. Yes, yards. but <laughs> but my point is, everybody's doing it. And like I said, it's it's not just our industry. There, you know. Yeah. Construction, you know, the lenders, like we talked about earlier, all those people are pre-qualifying and we Mm. need to do it. Well, like you said, I think a lot of it is how you, you have to just go about it tactfully. Mm -hmm. Um, Because people, like you said, everyone is always thinks that contractors are just out there to screw them. And so they might be a little up in arms at first. And you need to think about too, like I said, the order of the questions you ask. Because it's going to, like I said, if you put the timing one at the beginning, that could just save you a whole you know, half hour to an hour long conversation you have on the phone with them because it yeah. just, you won't fit in their time schedule. So, sure. um, you have to, you know, so I, we kind of challenge you today, sit down, write a list of questions that you have for, based on your services and, and use those, start using them and, and go through them and play with them and, and, you know, try them certain order and then another customer try in a different order and just play yeah, with them and see, see what works and see how they take it. Yeah. yeah so, um, and then just kind of work on your, your salesmanship skills with, with some of these things. Cause they can, it's going to help you along in the long run. So yep. just remember what your time's worth. That's all I can say. Cause it's, it's, it's something definitely to kill help. you. Yeah. You yep. know, so, 
So thanks for joining us today and have a great day. Hey, everyone. Just want to thank you again for joining us today. If you enjoyed today's podcast, we do ask you for one quick favor. Could you please head over to iTunes and leave us a review? A five-star review is even better, but it helps us get our rankings up and help us spread our message. Are you not sure how to take your business from where it is now to where you want it to be? We have a five-step process that can help you with that. It's called the Green Growth Method, and if you head over to milliondollarlandscaper.com, you can take the quiz to find out where you can get started to working on your business. Thank you.